Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Enrico Perotti. He is an outsourced vice president of sales. He helps small businesses achieve breakthrough sales growth. Enrico, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you very much, Amy. Nice to be here with you. Yes, thank you so much for coming on today. Can you start with sharing with us your experience as a sales coach for entrepreneurs and your expertise in helping businesses close deals? Yes, I think uh, that the first thing I want to say, I've been operating as an outsource sales leader for five years after 30 years of corporate experience in sales. And uh, I really do two things. First is to help entrepreneurs to build up their sales team and uh, build up organizations that are high performance selling. Second, I help solopreneurs. And the reason why I'm helping solopreneurs is because I found out that when I coach the sales organizations I run for these small and medium businesses, at the end of the day, the solopreneurs have very similar problems. They have to run their business and part of their business is selling and also achieving their sales goals. So they need a sales coach to be successful as a Solopreneur myself, at the beginning, I really had difficulties to achieve my goals because I was not following the right sales process. And I was a victim of myself or my inability to execute on the sales. And this gave me the idea, maybe I can help people out there that do not know how to sell, not because they are not capable, but because no one has ever taught them how to do it. And I can drive them to get to success faster than themselves normally follow the natural experience growth. I love that. And not everybody is born the natural salesperson. I always say this, there's certain people that are really born with those skills. They're really good. And the rest of us really need to be taught. (laughs) Right? That's true. But at the end of the day, what uh, everything boils down to for a solopreneur is are you using the right sales process? Are you Do you know what it is? And you are religiously following it. And having a sales process is fundamental to be able to perform in front of your prospects in a consistent way so you know what you expect yeah. at the end of the day. Every situation is different, but if the sales process can be the same. If you follow it, you know what happens step after step and you know what to do. And in that way, you can close more deals than what you would do if without following the process. Good. So from what you have observed, what are some common sales challenges that small businesses are facing? I I am part of a network called Sales Acceleration that is a network of ex-VP of sales operating all across the United States. And we do a lot of assessments of of small and medium businesses. So what I'm going to tell you, information related to around 4,000 companies which have been assessed through our tools. And 
out of these 4,000 companies, 93% of the companies really struggled in what we call sales methodology. So what is sales methodology? It's really about the three things. Is do they have the right coverage of the market using their salespeople? Are their salespeople assigned to territories? Are they specialized? Do they have a skill in line with the customers or the prospects they have to target? Number one. Number two, do they follow a sales process? It's amazing to find out that most companies don't have a documented sales process, hence they don't follow a sales process. And third is the CRM, the customer relationship management software they have supporting their sales process, attuned to the sales process. And most of the time, if there is no sales process, they use a standardized version of the CRM that doesn't fit what they are supposed to do. So this sales methodology becomes really a big roadblock for companies to perform as a sales organization. A sales organization, I say, is like a car. If you forget to put a wheel, it's a problem, right? So everything has to work as a system. And if you don't have all the pieces of the system, then you struggle. Many CEOs do not know all the pieces and uh, they try to fix it because they cannot go on without having a car that doesn't work. But at the end of the day, they need a specialist in order to be able to fix it. Yeah, definitely. Even in the marketing world, you'll have a, say, an email system set up. But if you don't follow up with those people, there's no point, right? There's no point in even having that. And I think from a sales perspective, not having processes in place on how you're going to follow up with people that land, say, in a CRM is huge. And a lot of, and there's a lot of people that don't even have that business owners that are starting out. They don't have a CRM and they've not even thought about a sales process around it. So I think that's ironically, I think I, I see that over and over again. How do you assist business owners to achieve their sales goals? I, let me give you a couple of stories. The first story is of a construction company. It was my first customer. They were growing very fast and they wanted to establish an accountability system with their salespeople in addition to attract new talent to their company. So the reason why they were not attracting people and the people they want is because people were not paid enough from a commission standpoint. As a matter of fact, they didn't have any commission. So we rebuilt up the sales commission plan and we put the right metrics to drive the behavior. At the end, we were able to steal two or three key players from the competition that for years they wanted to come, but they didn't come because they were not seeing enough earnings for themselves. So that was a great story. Obviously, the company grew significantly for the addition of these people to the business. And without redesigning the entire compensation plan, they wouldn't have been able. So that's an example, right? Mm -hmm. Another example is I have a company today that they are a manufacturer and they want to expand their market reach. And they have partners, but there is no partner program in place. There is no way today for the partners to be incentivated to grow business. Some of these partners are doing a lot. Some others are doing not too much. So they need, first of all, to reduce the number of partners and then to pay more the partners they have based on these partners achieving goals. So we are putting in place an entire new partner program 
to help them to drive the business uh, in a, also in a feasible way because they have to die 250 partners. They are too many. We need to go down to 40 or 50. So those are two examples of things that you can do in order to make a sales organization more effective and with the goal of achieving the targets. So as an outsourced VP of sales, what specific responsibilities do you take on to manage the sales team and processes effectively? Is there a specific strategy that you follow or is it different for everyone? I think there are really two situations, okay? There is a situation where a company needs to have the processes defined, the right tools and the right people, and then they have their own management team that is managing the sales. So in this case, I would say I build up the car, then I give the keys and they drive it, okay? In most of the situation, however, they need a sales leader. And so I build up the car and then I drive it for 12, 15, 18 months, and I become the member of the sales management, excuse me, not the sales management, the executive management of the company. I report to the CEO, the sales team reports to me. I spend normally one or two days per week with them and uh, I drive the sales team to achieve the goals that we have agreed with the CEO. So I'm really, it's not a consultative type of role. It is an operational role where I am responsible for the sales results of the company. There is uh, no specificity in the industry I operate. Uh, they are all B2B and sales process is pretty much similar. What you have to do to build up the car is similar company to company. Obviously, there are nuances, but the experience that I have through my years of corporate uh, sales activity allow me to find the right tuning case by case. So is there any tools or key metrics that you like to measure and analyze for sales performance? I think, yes. The key tool that is required to manage a sales organization is a CRM. Customer relationship management is today very affordable. There are many solutions in the market. So the, the, the issue is not the cost of the tool is the issue is to enforce the use of the tool and having everybody with a disciplined approach so that the tool becomes a support tool to predict the performance of the sales organization. Now, in terms of metrics, the CRM allows to measure a lot of what I call leading indicators. Mm -hmm. versus just measuring the revenue or the opportunity that you close, right? And the leading indicators are really based on how you structure your sales process. For example, if you are a software company, normally what you want to do, you want to have a call with the customer to do a discovery, to understand what type of problems they have. And then in the second meeting, you do a demo demonstration of the proposal. Then after the demonstration, you do a proposal and then you negotiate and you close. So in, in the, that scenario, you, your leading indicator is how many first calls did you do? How many demos did you do? How many proposals you sent out? Because for each one of those phases, you need to think that there is a percentage of other closing that supports a certain forecast that has to be in line with the goals that you want to achieve. So those are the leading indicators that are very important. I usually work with, with the sales people. So everybody has their own scorecard 
with a number for each one of those indicators, and then they have to execute on a monthly basis because you need to control that. In addition to that, you need a system of accountability that includes weekly one-on-ones where you discuss about the progress that each one of the salespeople is making towards their monthly goals. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially in the B2B world where you're managing all these relationships and getting people together to discuss all of that and who's had touch points. And I think I was in sales and marketing at Deloitte and we did a lot of that. And I think that sometimes under people will underestimate and we used a CRM where we'd go over all the opportunities. And I think sometimes people underestimate that relationship building piece that takes time and especially people maybe that are newer to be starting their own business. And so the solopreneurs is that if you build relationships like Deloitte never, I always say they never an ad. There's no ads out there for them, but they're doing tons of business. And we did it all just relationship building, but it's all around the process that you were talking about. Consistent being there, consistency and staying up to date on every, absolutely everything. I totally agree. If you are a solopreneur, you need to follow the process. If you go faster than the process, the customer per, will perceive you as trying to sell them. Yeah. And if you are too slow, then they will think that you are not interested. So this is true for solopreneurs, but also for companies. For an example of the software company was doing before, you cannot do a demo to a customer without understanding what are their problems. Because the customer will perceive, hey, these people are trying to sell me a product. They don't even know what I need. So you can, you have to slow down sometimes the process in order to achieve your goals versus fast forwarding for fast forwarding it that is going to get you in a cool de sac because the customer will say, no, I'm not interested. You are a product placer, not a consultant. In your experience, what are some of the best practices for sales that you can recommend to a business that's looking to improve their sales outcomes? If you go to businesses, one of the shortfalls that I see very often is the lack of sales targets and lack of a sales strategy from a company. So people operate on a daily, on a monthly basis without clear goals. These goals are not translated into clear targets for the salespeople, and people not salespeople are not held accountable for the achievement of the targets. So, if you don't have a goal, sales goals in sales is going on a trip without knowing on vacation, without even knowing where you want to go. Okay, so the lack of sales target is, a, the, in my opinion, the biggest offender of lack of performance in a sales organization. Then obviously the next element of importance are the people. You need the right people for the right job. And many times that doesn't happen. Many times there are people that shouldn't be there and there is no action taken because there is no accountability system, honestly. And so select the right people is important and pay them to attract your A players. You want to have A players on your company, you don't want to be a B or C players. Yeah, definitely. So, so the people are crucial. If the people are not the right people, then it's very difficult to achieve your business goals. Yeah. 
So if you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? I started, as I said, five years ago, and uh, it was very hard for me at the beginning because working as a fractional was totally different than being an executive corporate. At the end of the day, I would say that if there is one thing I should have done in my early stages is to hire a coach. The coach would have helped me to get through this much faster than it took me. And uh, I see the value. I have a coach today, and this supports me in what I'm doing. It changed the way I think. It changed the way I talk to my customers or prospects. It changes the way I look at the business. So this is a recommendation that if you want to be successful as a fractional executive, it doesn't matter in which discipline, hire a coach to help you. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. Otherwise, you spend years spinning your wheels. In fact, right. I had one individual tell me that she had someone tell her that they had spent $300,000 trying to learn stuff without a coach, not having a coach, but trying just trying to learn stuff on their own be- before they actually got a breakthrough. And it's, okay, you could go out and take start taking tons of training yourself, or you could hire somebody that's already done it. And they just tell you how to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. You need to be able to say, I'm very good at doing this. I focus on doing these things. All the rest, I ask for help. Yeah, definitely. Enrico, if there is somebody that is listening that would love to work with you, what's the best way of contacting you? I think it's on my background. So there is my phone number there. And otherwise, they can find, there is my LinkedIn connection also. So they can use the QR code and they can get hold of me. So thanks for asking that. Yeah, perfect. I'll put all your links down below. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your expertise. You're welcome. And thank you for the opportunity, Amy. Good luck for your business. Yes, definitely. If you're listening, you want more information about this podcast and upcoming shows, you can visit acalltothrive.com. Thank you everyone and have a wonderful week.